Hi, and welcome to the Ask Sue Show. Hope everybody's all okay and had a beautiful Tuesday. I've had a fantastic Tuesday, and I know that obviously today we're going to have a fantastic show. We've got some beautiful guests coming on, and of course, Tuesday would only mean one thing, where we go green and blue, and where we just have fun, laughter, but also share the awareness. And of course, that had to be with our Go Green and Blue founder of the event, Mr. Howard Eichstein. Hi, Howard. How are you doing? Oh, very excited today. It's going to be a heck of a show. we got a lot of good people calling in, and it's uh, just been a good day. And um, I want to tell everyone that myself, Catherine Savage, and Linda Samples have put a Go Green and Blue event together. It's called Go Green and Blue to help the Ask Sue show. Um, we have over 4,000 invites. We're asking people... Um, if they can donate a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever it is, uh, to keep the show going. And after today's show, you're going to realize why we need to keep the show going. So I'm asking everyone. Um, you can. And there's a link. Uh, Sue's uh, PayPal account is on there. It's Ask Sue. Um, what is it, Sue? Ask. Uh, my mind just. Ask Sue UK at Gmail dot com. So we would appreciate it. Uh, this event is going to keep going. And after today's show, you. Folks going to re- really realize why we got to keep the uh, show going. And, you know, Sue, I was driving today in the car, and I kind of pinched myself. It's still hard for me to believe that I'm associated with such an amazing bunch of people and such an amazing show. And um, oh. it's just it, it, it's just truly an honor. It, 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 from the bottom of my heart, it's just an honor to be associated with you, Kathy, and everyone that listens to the show and everyone out there who's an advocate, because that's what it's all about. That's really what it's It's not about us. Leave the egos at the door. It's about helping the animals, and that's what this show is truly about, and that's why I'm here. Oh, do you know what? I've got to say, Howard, thank you very much to you and also to our good friend, Kathy. Yo. I know we'll be calling shortly, um, but I want to say thank you to very much to everybody for that putting in, especially Howard and Kathy and Linda, for putting that event together, but also all of the special messages that you put there. I know a few of you have put donations in, and I thank every single one of you who has. I've not even had a chance to go in yet and actually put that into the um, go into the PayPal. We've been setting up the shows. We've got the week the shows lined up for this week already. And, uh, of course, we've got to get on with the show because we've got two special guests coming on in the first hour of the show. So with no further ado, Howard, we'll catch up with this little rant in a bit, won't we, when we uh, yeah. catch up in a little while. Absolutely. Uh, first, our first caller tonight, we... No, let me hold a minute. I know somebody's just popped in to speak for one minute. So hold a minute. Hi, Kathy. How are you doing? Hello there, Sue. Hi, Howard. Hello, young lady. How are you? Glad you're popping in for a couple of seconds there to say hello to us. Wouldn't be the same. I'm doing a, I'm doing a quick call-by. I'm, okay. I'm here for a minute, and then I'm zooming on out. Okay. Um, I wanted to call and, and tell you good luck to Howard on your show. You've always got a happy show going on. It's That's always right. a happy time when you're around. And, Howard, I want to thank you for for working so hard on this page, this event page for Sue. We've uh, we put together, uh, folks, a great page, and I'm, I know Howard's already told you about it, but we can't be listening to the Ask Sue show without having the Ask Sue show. So Sue really needs some help, folks, all you people who have appreciated the show and enjoyed it, um, people uh, who have been promoted on the show, people who have been helped by the show with situations, their animals, their dogs, shot by police, whoever you are, um, if you can just reach into your pocket and pull a few dollars out and donate to the show so we can continue growing. And Sue works 
countless hours, as I know you've all heard me say and Howard say too. But I I wanted to really come by before y'all got into your show and and just say hello to everybody in the room and thank you for supporting Sue and Howard. Y'all do such a great job and um, I will be listening. But I've got to zoom on out on my broom here and do some other things. Okay, Kathy. <laughs> no comments. I just thank you, Kathy, for everything. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Kathy. Love you. Love you guys. Okay, peace okay, out. Okay, cheers, love. Peace Thanks out, very much. <laughs> no, cheers, love. Be you will. Bye-bye. 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 Oh, she's a lady. star, isn't she? Bless her. Right, moving from one glorious star to another one, I've just got to say, before I bring this lady on the air, she sent me an absolute beautiful message onto Facebook, and then we've been emailing since. This lady has been, I, I know, struggling, and I'm sure this is going to be an emotional call that she makes to us tonight, and we have got her live on the, on the air tonight. But I just want to say to everybody, you know, this lady has been looking for media exposure and has got none until I got in touch with her and asked her, would you like to come on the Asu show? And mm-hmm. um, this is the, se- I, I just need to say to everybody again, you know, this is the reality of the ASU show. This is why I do it. This is why I love it. It's because we give media exposure to those that can't get it anywhere else, but need it so much. You know, if, if you lost your fur baby tomorrow, whether it got lost, whether it got shot by the police, whether it got taken by BSL laws or anything else, how many people would you want to share the show to? Mm-hmm. That's exactly how many people you should have been sharing the show to today, because tomorrow it could be you. And this is when I bring Heather into the show. Hi, Heather. How are you doing? Hi, Sue. How are you? I'm okay. Thank you very much for joining the Ask Sue show. Firstly, and thank you. thank you. Th- thank you for coming on because I know it's you know it's a very hard time for you. And, and, you know, obviously after what I've just said, you obviously didn't ever think that something would happen like this to your family either. Never. Never, of course not. Welcome to the show. My name's Howard. Hi, Howard. Hi, Howard. Sorry. Welcome. It's okay. It's okay. No. I know, I know this, is a very, this is a very important guest here, so I'm just going to listen and go <laughs> ahead, young lady. <laughs> now, Heather, can you tell everybody, because obviously your, your fur babies are canon, Thunder and Sarge, and can you tell people the story what happened that day? I sure can. I first, I want to say thank now, you very yes, much for giving Heather. me this chance. Yes, Heather, listen, you are the Asu yes. show. Breathe, just relax, just be yourself. Okay. Don't worry about anybody listening. Just say the story. Don't hold back. Even if it, you you can feel yourself going, it doesn't matter. Just do what you've got to do. Okay. Yeah. Just make okay. believe. You're on the phone. Just make. Just make believe you're having just a conversation with someone. That's all. That's all it is. <laughs> okay. We live in Cherokee Village, Arkansas, and on March 27, 2013, at approximately 1 p.m., Cherokee Village Police and Animal Control approached my husband, Anthony, who was in our carport, and asked if we had any dogs. Anthony told them yes. The officer asked to breed, and Anthony said pit bull mix. At that point, Officer Dunlap asked to see the boys who were on the couch in the house with me. We allowed the officer to look at them. And after he saw our dogs, he told us that a neighbor was bitten by one brown dog with an orange collar at approximately 12.30 p.m. Dunlap demanded to take pictures of my pit bull boys. 
trying to be good citizens, we allowed the photos to be taken because we knew we were not home at the time and the dogs were secured in their kennels inside our locked home. The officer in animal control left with the pictures of our boys and returned eight minutes later with a news story that all three of my pit bull type dogs attacked a neighbor and told us we had to release our dogs to the custody of animal control for a 15-day quarantine to observe for rabies. Oh, my God. Since the city would only accept a licensed vet's rabies vaccination, and we had got the boys shots at the local tractor supply. At this point, my husband and I became irate. Since we had only been home for 15 minutes when law enforcement and animal control arrived, arrived, and there was no way my boys could have done this. We demanded a warrant several times, and we were told law enforcement didn't need one. If we didn't release our dogs, they would be terminated, and their heads would be cut off to sit for rabies verification. When I asked officers at Unlap why only my three boys and not my corgi were being seized, he looked right at me and said, because your corgi isn't a pit bull. I'm sorry. No, Heather, just, 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 Heather, just, just have a breather for a second. Just yeah, have just a breather a for a second, and then we'll let you carry on. Just to let everybody know, you know, Heather's very upset. She's lost three of her dogs, and this is not just one. This is three. So can you imagine somebody coming into your house and taking all of your pets all in one big swoop? You know, this is a very big story. And we are not going to let this stop. This, this is going to be continuous. We're going to be bringing Heather on again. Um, and I just want Heather to be able to get herself together because it's a very important story. And I want you to all listen. And I want you to all please help Heather to make a difference with this. You know with the Asu show that we have to get this out there. And we need to be advocates for this poor lady and her family, her husband and her family. We need to make making a difference. So... You know, I am asking all of you to share the show link after the show. I want you to share the um, Help Canon, Thunder, and Sarge page as well and do everything you can to help Heather and her family as much as we possibly can. Are you okay, Heather? I'm okay. Heather, I'm, I I'm quick, ready. I had, had a quick question It's okay. For you. It's have okay. There, have, have there been any other incidences with pit bulls in the area? Is this the first or have there been other incidences? That I know of, since we've lived here, we haven't heard of any other pit bull incidences. Uh-huh. But we do see pit bulls, um, other pit bulls running loose in our neighborhood. Hmm. Very interesting. Okay. <clears throat> now, Heather, carry on. You were, you were saying the rest of the story. Carry on. Mm-hmm. When I asked uh, Officer Dunlap why only three of my four dogs were being seized and not my corgi mix as well, since they share food dishes and rabies is a virus, I was told because the corgi is not a pit bull. Dunlap also stated that if my dog so much as growled at him, he would shoot them. Oh, my God. Dunlap seized my pits without a warrant 27 days ago, and the city has no intention of letting my dogs come home. They plan on euthanizing them. I would like to add that Anthony and I are very thankful that the Cherokee Village Animal Shelter lets us see our boys every day and bring them their own toys, food, and treats. We would be lost if we couldn't do that. And we know our boys would have nothing to look forward to if we couldn't come. Anthony and I have obtained the Lancaster Law Firm out of Benton, Arkansas, to fight for the lives of Cannon, Thunder, and Sarge. Firstly, I've got to take my hat off to you. I want to send you 
big hugs from the UK because I know it's been hard for you to come on the show tonight. And um, my utmost love and respect goes to you b- before everything else, okay? The mm-hmm. second thing is, what uh, so far has happened since that? You know, what what is actually happening? Have, have they actually said anything to you about what, what you can do or what you can't do? Or what, what, what what's actually happening since that? Uh, well, we're, we're not allowed to take the boys out of their kennels at the shelter. They're not allowed to get any exercise. Um, I've been fighting for over a week now to get them vetted so they can have their heartworm medication. We can't do that either. Um, the people in this small town that I live in treat us terribly. We're harassed. We get dirty looks. People cross the street when they see us. They talk dirty about us. Oh they make goodness. nasty comments. Oh, my good grief. How long have you lived there, Heather? I'm sorry? How long have you lived in the in that neighborhood? Um, my family together has lived here for six months, but my husband was born and raised here. And and how long and how long have you had the pit bulls for? Um, Sarge is two and we've had him since he was six weeks old. Uh-huh. And Cannon and Thunder are seven months old and we've had them since birth. We uh, we had their mama. So were there issues with the neighbors when you moved in with the pit bulls? Is that when things started? Or? No. No? Mm-hmm. We've never had a problem. There's never been a complaint filed on my dogs. Nothing. And, you know, we used to live in a big city around a lot of people, and we never had complaints on them there either. Mm-hmm. I, I, know, I know what it takes to be a responsible pit bull owner. Never off leash. Never out of our sight. Mm-hmm. So, so what's the you know obviously you're, you've got your attorney um, and and you're getting legal help now. What what have they advised? What what have they asked for? You know, us as the Asu show and the family and everything. What exactly um, are they wanting us to do for you? Just the support, the the, the exposure to just show that this happens every day. It, it's not just me. It happens all the time. You know, the the support helps me make it through and helps my husband make it through. And we also have a fundraiser link, um, and that's hooked up to my PayPal so we can get a little help with attorney's fees and the boarding costs. You know, the the animal control charges us $30 a day that our dogs are there. Hmm. And they don't do anything for our dogs. We clean their kennels. We take their food and toys and treats. They don't have to do anything but just let them sleep there. Now, the, the, obviously there's volunteers at that shelter and everything. What, what are their thoughts about your dogs? You know, how, what, have they said anything to you? Have they talked to you about it? Or, you know, what's their thoughts of your dogs and everything? Um, you know, I really don't talk to them. They, they don't have anything to do with my dogs because we're always there. We never miss a day. Now, how far are you from them at the moment? From the the shelter? Yeah. Um, probably about ten minutes. Takes us about ten oh, minutes to get there. Not too far away. That's one, like one good thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just wish it was more than just one minute a day for an hour and a half. I would sleep there if I could. I hear you. Oh I hear no, you. bless you. 
So what what are they saying? What what? Okay, I know this is going hard for you to tell me, but what? Tell the people what they're actually wanting to do then. So what? You know, obviously, if if there was an issue as far as rabies, surely they would have just shot them. That would have been the end of it. What what? What's I would, the score? What, so what what are they actually hoping to achieve by holding them all this time? What what, what is the point in this? Do you know I mean, in the sense? And please don't I don't please don't take that the wrong way. I didn't mean that. I yeah. sounded. I mean in the sense of if they're saying right, there's a rabies case, blah blah blah, and we're worried about this and blink. You know, usually we I'm I'm in the UK. We haven't even got babies in the UK. Well, touch wood, we haven't. We, our dogs don't mm. get injected or anything. So as far as rabies, I am totally in the dark. So. As far as I can see, as if the dogs have got rabies and everything, they are put down and blah, 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 end of story. What have they actually said to you as far as your dogs right now? What, you know, has anything else happened since? You know, have they said anything to you? The only thing that I have been told is that the judge has ordered a hold and the prosecutor is going to push for euthanasia. That's why we can't have them home. Oh, my my dogs have never been anybody, never been mean to an animal, nothing. I have children in my house. I wouldn't have mean animals in my house. I have an 11-year-old son and a 6-year-old daughter that love these dogs. My daughter cries herself to sleep at night because Cannon can't sleep with her. Now you said the neighbors haven't been very, I don't, I don't know what word to use, nice. Did this start, is, is this coincidental with the incident, or are they, mm-hmm. or this was before the incident? No. No, you know, we get funny looks when we walk our dogs. Like, you know, they, they knew that they were pit bulls. Uh-huh. But as far as the nasty, nasty comments, the nasty comments started after my dogs were taken. But, I mean, you know, as far as crossing the street and dirty looks when we're walking our dogs, that's always happened since we lived here. Hey, listen, I say it every show. When I see when I see a Chihuahua, I cross the street. So I'm not afraid of pit bulls. <laughs> I'm afraid of Chihuahuas. I say I'm I'm very I Sue will tell you, I'm I'm terrified of Chihuahuas. I've been bitten twice. So so yeah. I'm wondering if, if it's a disgruntled neighbor or you know something. It just does something. Just doesn't sound right to me. Right, and see where we live now, we don't even have neighbors very close. Our closest hmm. neighbor is a quarter of a mile away. Hmm. Now, what you know what, state are you in? The whole thing is just ridiculous. What state, ridiculous. Are you in? what state are you in? I live in Arkansas. Is there BSL there? You know the BSL in some, in some places. Hmm. Not here, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, as they say in New <laughs> York, I'm, I'm, this just does not sound kosher to me. There's something really very wrong. <sighs> Now, can, I've got to ask you, and, and everybody says, oh, I can't believe you asked such a question, but have you had any, has your husband or yourself ever had dealings with the police before on other things? I'm sorry? Have we ever had dealings with the police before? Yes. Have you had problems um, with the police before, or has there been, ever been anything else that's... Besides a traffic ticket? With them? <laughs> besides so a traffic ticket, nothing... Please. I think I think we'll let you away with that one. <laughs> no, but sometimes you can get a disgruntled um, officer because you know you've got away with something, or do you know what I mean? And sometimes it can come from that, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing really else besides the fact that. So there was an accusation. Start again. Accusation of a bite. Is am I am I correct? 
Yes, there was an accusation of, of a bite. So are there any pictures to go along with this bite to show that there was a bite? Are there are there any pictures to go along with it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, do they have any proof that there was a bite? I mean, usually if someone is bitten, you know, police will take a picture of it and blah, blah, blah. Um, my my attorneys have the police report, so. Okay, okay. Right. And so so we've got no, but they haven't given you any proof of a bite or anything? No. When When they took our dogs, we asked for proof. We wanted to know who. We wanted to know how bad. I mean, even though we knew that there was absolutely no way, I just, we wanted to know, show me proof. And they had none. They wouldn't give it to us. And when we asked for a warrant, you know, again, they said, well, we don't have to have one. Goodness gracious. Unbelievable. And and we asked several times, 15, 16 times for a warrant. Now, Sue, if you remember Bandit, I mean, the bite was the size of a freckle, but we did, but there was a picture. If you remember. Mm -hmm. Yes, there was there was yep. a picture with Bandit. So the fact that yes. they're not willing to release a picture, that's kind of a little uh that's a little odd. See to me, that that's like saying that's like me saying to you, Howard, Howard, you broke into a house, mm-hmm. we haven't actually got your fingerprints, we haven't got no boot marks or anything, yeah. but we're sure you were there. Uh huh. Well, where's the proof? I mean you're innocent until proven guilty. You where's can't, the proof? They have yeah. I, I just think this is, and excuse my French, but the biggest load of bullshit I've ever heard in my life. Because <laughs> you, you can't just go and arrest somebody and yeah. say, well, I'm sure that you were there, and, and, and not give any evidence or no proof or nothing. I that, know. That's yeah. ridiculous. Now, I'm going to ask a See, question. What, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What bothered me most is that Officer Dunlap waited until after he saw our dogs to give a description of the dog, of one brown dog with an orange collar. He waited to see them before he told us anything. Hmm. Wow. No. Hmm. And, and you I didn't, want, and didn't have any, you, sorry, didn't have any problems with them people at all until <laughs> literally after the dog situation? No problems. Hmm. Wow. It's crazy. I, I've, and that's crazy. I've never heard of such a thing. It's unbelievable. You know, the story the story has changed several times. The time of the occurrence has changed several times. It went from one brown dog with an orange collar bit a neighbor to all three of my pit bull type dogs attacked my neighbor. Yeah. And then when I went to City Hall that following Monday, you know, this happened on a Wednesday, I went Monday and I asked to obtain the police report and the story changed yet again to all three of my vicious pit bull-type dogs mauled a neighbor. And then the times have changed, lots of times. I mean, at first it was at 12.30, and then it was at 11 o'clock, and then it was, you know, and then it was 11.55, and then 11.40, and then, oh, well, maybe it wasn't Wednesday, maybe it was Tuesday. So so what does your attorney say to all this? Because That's what I was going to say. I'm not being funny. If I'd have been the attorney, I would have walked straight into that um, into the police, and I'd say, you've got to be joking. Is this the 1st of April? Because it's got to be a Fool's Day joke. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they say that they are going to fight to prove Cannon Thunder and Sarge's innocence. They want to fight for them. What do you have, just one attorney? I have two, Clint and Jennifer Lancaster out of Benton, Arkansas. 
So let me ask you a question because I learned from the best Miss Sue. Is there in, any way in, in, the near future, in the near future show that they can call in? So is that possible? Um, I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if they would okay. talk to, to media. Okay. Well, they're, Sue, they're yeah. more than welcome, right? Oh, any day of the week. I learned from you. Uh, I learned from the best. You know, I'm still in training. I tell you what. <laughs> uh, it, uh, do you know what, though, Heather? I, I'm sass here, and I will be honest. I've had one of them days where a few things have stumped me for words. But I, what does everybody else think in the chat room? Because I don't know about everybody else, but I just think what a load of rubbish. Well, and I forgot. Some, uh, I, go ahead. It, it's just, I don't even, I, I like I'm sitting here, I'm thinking I should be asking you loads of questions, but it just seems mm-hmm. to be like it's black and white. It's just quite simple. Let the dogs go home. Exactly. You, you've never had no issues with the dogs. They're all mm-hmm. up to date for their shots and everything. You're even saying that you want to do, that, that up to, literally because you want to keep them up to date, you want to do all these things. You've got owners mm-hmm. that are going in and cleaning their dogs out. You're feeding them. You're playing with them. You'll spend as much time as you possibly can. You're paying for them to be there. They've put them on hold because they're not putting them down straight away. So there obviously isn't a massive issue over the rabies. Otherwise, they'd have already been killed or murdered, as the mm-hmm. case may be. So what's what's the situation? Good question, Sue. <laughs> Good question. If I could answer that, I would. I, 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 do you know, I don't I have an answer. Say, I can honestly say, right, next week, um, I'm not going to say too much, and the people in the chat room, do not please say what, you, if you know what I'm thinking, don't say it in the chat room because I don't want it to get totally out. But we will have an earlier show, okay, next week. Okay. That's all I'm going to say to you. And I will be taking it a step further. But... I will talk to you after the show, and I will want to speak to your attorney privately because I want to make sure that it's okay by them first. Mm-hmm. Well, and I forgot okay. I forgot to add that we um, at first had obtained a local attorney, and he wasn't doing anything to help us. He didn't even file any paperwork for us. So finally I, I had to tell him, you're fired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Can't believe you know, obviously wasn't an animal lover like us. And so when you right. talk to her later, I think I'll put together one of my events. You can talk. You can explain it to her later on the phone. I think an event is definitely needed here to uh, to bring definitely. out the awareness. I do some. Definitely I do. So. I do events on Facebook. Um, uh, they're called Go Green and Blue, and I have some events going now, and it just brings people together and it just gets the word out. So Sue can talk to you about that, and I'll put it together okay. in the next. I'll put it together in the next couple of days for you. Well, thank you, Howard. We'll do it with the um, within the Asu show as well because we've got Absolutely. about two and a half thousand on there, so we can literally Absolutely. straight away yes. we can be adding nearly three thousand people to the to that. Absolutely. Uh, can, Absolutely. Can I ask you? Have you been in touch with the Lexus Project? I have been in touch with the Lexus Project. Um, actually, I reached out to Tia Torres, who does the um, the show Pitbull and Parolees. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And she directed me to the Lexus Project. And I spoke with Robin um, through email, and Robin could not take my case, so she sent it to the Lancasters. And and thank you, Lexus Project, because I have got some amazing attorneys backing my babies. Excellent. Absolutely excellent. That's great. Okay. 
Now, um, did have you did you speak to um, Jennifer Edwards as well? I have not, not yet. I haven't had a chance. <laughs> uh, she's very good as well. Sometimes she's because she's done a lot of um, cases over the. Um, do you know, what? I was about to say, go green, go blue. Then uh, <laughs> for the dogs being shot by police um, and all sorts. Do you know what I mean she's a bit, um, and knows a lot of people as well? Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean I, I just. Right, so can you two explain to me, and obviously people in the UK that are listening to the show, what is the situation then? If they, okay, so they took your dogs off the street, right, and they, they're they saying, right, your dogs have got rabies. What is the, I'm going to say usual, because this isn't usual, what is the usual protocol that happens? Do they test for it straight away? What What is it that they usually do? They will quarantine your dog for 10 days and watch for signs of rabies, foaming at the mouth, being aggressive. And if that is not seen, then your dog is let go home. Hmm. So my boys are healthy. Can I just say Mm -hmm. something? To anybody that, and we're sure to have one person that will be listening to the show tonight to find out what you're saying. And to that person, to the little spy that will be listening to the show because you want to know what she said, I'm saying the only part of rabies that's in those shelters is those of you that are telling the lies because you must be foaming at the mouth by now because (laughs) the Asu show is definitely right behind Heather and so are all the rest of the people that are on the page for uh, Cannon, Thunder and Sarge and this fight is not going to end. We're going to keep this going. So to those of you that think that you're going to win this, um, I'm afraid you're totally, totally wrong. Heather, nope. don't you yep. ever give up. And any time right. you need me, you please just send me an email and I will call you. And, and I will. Sue, so you, so you can give Heather my phone number and, and then she can be in touch with me any time after the show today or tomorrow, whenever. Definitely. Thank okay. you, guys. You're this welcome. This support Heather, means so much. Oh, listen, trust me, Heather. Once when, when Sue, get, Sue gets a hold of something... Watch out, and I, I mean that from my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just, I will be honest, Heather. I'm totally blown away by your story because I just can't. I mean, you must be. I mean, I'm struggling because I'm in the UK and I don't want to. You must be just beside yourself. And please send our love to your family um, and obviously to little ones as well. How old are your children? Um, I have an 11 year old son named Micah, and I have a six year old daughter named Cadence. And, and how are they reacting? Obviously, with the loss, you know, with the loss of your dogs at the moment. Um, my son is more. I don't. He doesn't want to talk about it. But my daughter, we have we have a lot of trouble getting her to sleep at night because Cannon normally sleeps in the bed with her, and he she feels oh. that he protects her. Right. So she we. It's rough for her. My son kind of just doesn't want to talk about it. He's he's super sensitive to things like this, and, you know, yes. just, just anything. Well, Heather, okay. you've adopted uh, a new family now. It's the Yasu family, so we are there for you. I mean it. We are, once, once you come on this show and you get to Sue's heart, that's it. So you have a new family now, Heather, and I mean it. Heather, yeah, very and then, quickly, I, just want, I want to just ask you as well, what, how is your husband dealing with it? Because let's face it, it's a man thing. You know, he wants to protect his family and look after his babies, including the fur babies, how, how is he coping with it? Um, there's a lot of a lot of venting in my house. Um, he yeah. he's he's got his opinions, but and, and he 
at first was very, very, very angry, and now he's kind of just shut down. Mm. I can understand that. Mm. Uh, right, you know, Sarge, last question. Could mm-hmm. could you please tell me? I want to also know, just individually, tell me very quickly about the three dogs individually. What their characters are like, each one of them. <laughs> Sarge, Sarge is Anthony's buddy. He is our love me, love me, pet me, pet me, let me kiss you. And he he's very happy, very energetic. Um, Thunder is is more laid back. Um, he enjoys everybody. He loves to have his ears scratched and his back scratched. Um, he t- he took more to the kids than he did to mommy and daddy. And Cannon is my little love bug. He was the runt of the litter, and he was with me for the first six weeks of his life everywhere I went. That's that's mommy's baby. And he, he likes to cuddle with mommy. He follows mommy to the bathroom. He follows mommy when she gets in the shower. That that He's mommy's baby. Mm-hmm. So Sarge is daddy's buddy, and Thunder loves everybody, and Cannon is a mama's boy. Mm-hmm. And Katie, oh, and our daughter. Oh, bless you. Mm-hmm. Well, Heather, I, I just want to again thank you for, so much for calling in to the show, and it's been a pleasure to talk to you. And please, you know, any time you need the Asu show, just give us a call, okay? Give me an email, and I'll give you a call mm-hmm. straight away, and anything we can do. Um, you know, keep posting the links in the Asu show group as well, you know? Yes. Take care, Heather. Okay. All right. Be- thanks, guys. Be well. Be blessed. Okay. Big hugs to you, and uh, we'll speak to you very soon. Okay. Bye, Sue. Bye, Howard. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Oh, boy. Wow. Oh, boy. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, I just so, gave my so Rosie. A, I, I just gave my Rosie a hug. I think I scared her. I'm sorry, Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh boy. This well, is the thing. I know. To everybody who's listening to the show and thinks that will never happen to me, I'm uh-huh. sure Heather and her family would have said exactly the same thing the day before it, thinking it would never happen to them. You right. just never know. No. Do you know what I mean? You really just never know. So, uh, right. Our next caller, Howard, what area code will we be? Uh, I think it's, hang on a second. Hang Is it 973? Yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, it is. Okay, well, I'll let you welcome our next guest then, Howard. Okay. Go on then. Off you go. Hello, Joe? Yes, I'm here. How are you, Howard? How you doing? I just um, <clears throat> want to tell you that it's an honor to have you on the show, and thank you for coming on. We're all big fan of Daniels, and... We had talked about, you know, the, the horrific things that are going on. So uh, really welcome. It's an honor. I really, you know, Sue and I really admire you, and Daniel's a hero to a lot of people. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Okay, so Thank I'll you. turn the show over to the boss because I'm sure she has some questions for you. Oh, no, you. you carry on. Carry on. No, Hi, no, no, Joe. no. How are no. you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm doing very well, Sue. Thank you, and appreciate this opportunity to be with you for this time. Oh, so you no, thank you very much. Whole, How it, do you want to go ahead, Sue? I'm sorry. You go ahead. No, it's okay. I was just going to say, go on, Howard. You carry on. You're doing a good job. Carry on. <laughs> so why don't you tell us the whole story behind Daniel, how it, how you know, what happened and how you came to adopt him and, you know. Sure, that would be a pleasure. Uh, it was a very interesting scenario. I'll tell you the whole story. If if that's what you choose, I'll, I'll be happy to share it with you. I was actually, I caught the tail end of your last caller. 
I was actually speaking at a pet loss conference in Fort Worth, Texas on October 3rd of 2011. And I had this very strange feeling that kept coming, overcoming me the night before my presentation. I couldn't get it out of my head about, you know, a dog that needed me, a dog that was in some kind of danger. And, you know, I had my, at the time, four dogs at home. I wasn't sure what was happening. Uh, but I kept being drawn to a couple of dogs that I had brought with me, pictures of them uh, to pray for their safety and all. And one was a beagle. And uh, the beagle was in a in a cage and... I kept looking at that same picture. Well, turned out that that was the day, the fateful day, that Daniel and multiple other dogs were placed into a gas chamber in Florence, Alabama. And miraculously, unfortunately, the other dogs passed, but he lived. And he walked out uh, wobbly, very wobbly, but thanks to the people who were there, some of the volunteers at the shelter, they kept him warm, they gave him a blanket, and they thought he might not make it through the night, but in the morning, he was doing the same thing as he was when he walked out of that gas chamber. He was wagging his tail, and it was a really miraculous story, and uh, I was involved at the time helping out 11th Hour Rescue, so they were making plans to bring him to New Jersey, and along the way, they were talking to me about presenting his story and you know, making it so that we would get out the word about gas chambers and telling me that he had an adoption in place. And then they told me that the adoption had fell, fallen through. And I say this to everybody, and I have to emphasize it. I said it as a joke. Boy, would he make a nice fifth dog around here. But I was really <laughs> kidding. But uh, it turned out that that was, uh, that was a fateful statement on my part because uh, I was called by the, uh, the foster not long after, and I made it very clear. I said the, the only way I'd take him here is if he got along with our dogs and our dogs got along with him, and that was the case, and we're pleased to have him as a family member. So, does he make appearances, you know, on, on you know, um, in, in support, you know, in support of obviously doing away with the gas chambers, or he does. He he makes lots of appearances, Howard, actually, and because of his uh, actually his fame, which I have to call it what it is, he is a famous dog, and he remains that way, which mm -hmm. I'm pleased because it does so much good. Mm -hmm. and only for that reason. But he also makes appearances at adoption events. Uh, I've spoken at, you know, conferences about the importance of spay and neuter, uh, about adoption, about the importance of considering them family members. And then, of course, most note noteworthy is the gas chamber itself, which I can tell you by the reaction that I've gotten is that there is an in incredible level of misunderstanding with the gas chamber not only the number of states that still use it, but also that many people think it's a very painless death. And obviously both of those statements are erroneous, and we've done a lot of educating in the last year and a half. How many states still do it, Joe? We still have uh, 28 states that 28 are still states? 28 oh states. Yes, I, I think that number is accurate. That's more than half the country. Oh, my. That's more than half the country. It is. I can tell you that Daniel has had an influence in three states in the last year and a half for closing it down. Uh, most importantly, or most, I guess, of note, is Pennsylvania, where Senator Andy Dinneman worked very closely with Daniel's story, presenting it through the steps he needed to to get it passed, and it is now uh, outlawed in the state of Pennsylvania, thankfully. Wow. Uh, wow. And he, he had it called Daniel's Law for a long time, which was a, a great, uh, you know, testimony to Daniel.
Mm-hmm. So New, actually, Sue's gonna Sue's gonna. So New Jersey has two very famous dogs, Daniel and Patrick. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, two ambassadors. We knew we'd have to mention Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe, I got to tell you, I think you know I'm obsessed with Patrick. I admit it. He's truly my uh, truly my inspiration for do everything I do. I couldn't put any blame on you for that. Patrick is a very inspirational dog in his own right. Absolutely. So, so let me ask you a crazy because I've always wanted to ask. Obviously, Daniel is known all over the world, but obviously he's just your little Daniel at home. Is it weird sometimes to know you have a very like famous dog, like he's a rock star almost? Is it weird? <laughs> You know, sometimes it is. I will take him to an event, and it is amazing to see the reaction that he gets. People have fallen to their knees and cried. Uh, They have uh, sat there for a seemingly endless amount of time accepting his uh, kisses that he gives to every person he meets. I call them his Daniel Signature Kisses. So it really is amazing to watch. But as I said, it's, it's such a good thing because he's all about doing good. You know, I don't want to certainly talk down on anybody who's famous, but a lot of our famous people out there in the world, I mean, uh, they do what they do, and I credit them for what they do. But when somebody, whether it's a Daniel or somebody like him, are, are all about compassion and making this a more respectful world, and mm-hmm. especially for the creatures that we love, then it's that much more heartwarming to see what he does. That said, I am very emphatic about him having his life here as a dog. That's important. And when I accepted to take him here from 11th hour and make him a family member, I made it very clear that it was him being a family member that was first and foremost and would take precedence over any event or anything else. So he lives his life like a dog, most importantly. That's wonderful. That's so nice to hear. You know, I told you I met Rosie. You know, and uh, you know her mom, her mom Cinnamon, who rescued her. Her big thing now is the puppy mills, and Rosie's Rosie's a dog at home. But you know, I think she does make appearances, and it's you know that's what it's all about, Joe. Yes. You know, and that's why that's why Sue does this show to get the you know have people like yourself on, and we're honored. And you know, she's had many many people on, and this is what gets the awareness out. This is what this is what it's all about. You're right. Exactly. It is. Joe, um, we're going to be doing a show on Thursday about the gas chambers, and obviously I'm in the UK, so and I, 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 I've got so many stories going on at the minute about all these different things. It's just crazy. Just as far as I'm seeing with the gas chambers, I, I look at it and I think this is something that should have surely been finished in the 1800s. Do you I, mean it's a very old practice? Do you know what I mean? What what is it that's kept it going? Why why have they allowed it to keep on going? You know we, we've got human rights. You know we we have people in prisons nowadays. You know they have to have this that and the other and everything else. And then I see these gas chambers and I think that must break every single rule in the book for everything. What what uh, is it that kept them going so long, Joe? Why why has it not stopped? Well, you know, I, I wish I had a real good answer to that. It's it's a very perplexing uh, question. I've asked it myself. You know, I can tell you what it's not because I've gotten involved with other people in other states. It's certainly not a cost issue, and we hate to bring it to that, but we know that sometimes it does come down to finances. But in reality, the gas chamber is more expensive to operate and we hate to even say this, but I'm going to put the facts out on the table, it's more expensive to operate than if you were to use humane injection euthanasia. So, you know, it's certainly not that. It's probably just a situation where 
I, unfortunately, uh, these animals, and that's why Daniel's stages take on multiple levels, and I say that number one is for him to have a situation where he's speaking out and these animals are treated like family members. But because, unfortunately, we haven't gotten there yet, I think it's one of these things where so many people just callously say, well, okay, the gas chamber, just you know, load them in and, and that's it. Uh, I, I have no other good answer for it other than we have made progress thanks to people like yourself, but we need to make more. Have, Daniel, have you been to Washington yet at all to testify? Has there been anything uh, to that level yet? There has not, but there is um, Senator uh, Moran, who uh -huh. is in Virginia. He is, is trying to introduce a national bill. I had been in contact with his office uh, last year at one point. I understand he's trying to kickstart it. And I do plan on calling there again, but we have not been to anything on a national level yet. We have just been in a position where we've offered as much support as we could to states that have been active in trying to ban the gas chamber. We've been to Mississippi. I'm sorry. We've been to Michigan. Mm -hmm. And we were invited to go to Boston, but it was going to be too much of a stressful trip for Daniel. So I, I decided to decline. Uh, but they ended up passing it in Massachusetts uh, subsequent to that uh, meeting oh. that we were going to have up there. How old is Daniel? Well, that was it's interesting. He and when the first uh, story, story first broke, they said that he was about five years old. Mm -hmm. and his foster mom and myself took one look at him, and we thought that he was just a baby by his mannerisms and mm -hmm. other things that gave us a tip off that he was probably just a baby. And then my vet kind of confirmed that. When he was put in the gas chamber, he was probably only about six months old. So he's probably oh. about a, two now, maybe about a year and a half or two years old. And are they ever concerned about long-term health effects from this, or, or, or it's not an issue? You know, he got a, a clean bill of health from our veterinarian, and That's he wonderful. shows no signs whatsoever of any adverse effects from what he went through. Wow. Uh, he's uh, very healthy. He has a ravenous appetite. He loves to run and play and he could run and play all day. So it's good to see because certainly that was a concern that I had as well as many people, but it seems to be uh, just fine. Wow. And did I read, was there one particular ACO officer that, that kind of saved Daniel or was it a group effort? I, I, I thought I read that, but, I'm not, but I wanted to hear it from you. Was there one particular person who would, who would you know, save Daniel or was it just all of them? There was. It, it was the young man who uh, actually placed him in the gas chamber. It's very unfortunate that that's his job. Uh -huh. But to his credit, and I have been asked this by many a reporter uh, mm -hmm. about you know how I felt about him because, unfortunately, uh, the, the young man has been vilified many times. Mm -hmm. But he, his job was actually to place him back into that gas chamber, and he decided not to do that. He's also the one that named him Daniel. Uh, named after the biblical figure who survived the lion's den. And then he was the one who got help from other volunteers to get him to a safe place and keep him safe until hopefully he survived, which he did. So wow. I give the young man credit for saving Absolutely. his life at that point. That's someone Sue would love to have on the show. She knows what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what, Joe? Do you know what? The thing is, people are quick to judge. Do you know what I mean? And, yes, they are. I read the story, you know, about the, what, there was a guy that was um, a gas chamber man. He was putting the dogs in, and apparently he was in North Carolina. I don't know if you, you – I'm sure you will have read the story. 
and he was saying that he had, the nights before, he used to feed the dogs treats, he'd get them out of their cages, and he'd give them, show them love and, and fun the night before he put them into the gas chamber the following day. And people were running down this guy, and I went, hey, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? You know, this guy could have just thought, stuff the dogs, leave them in the cages, it doesn't matter, they're dying tomorrow. And it You're wasn't. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? And, and it's like, you know, everybody runs all these people down. Hey, hold on a minute. Let's just have a reality check here. Every single one of us are guilty as charged more, just as much as that guy stood there putting him in that gas chamber. Why? Because we as a society are not working as a team. We're not uniting to be able to make this stop. There is too many egos. And the second thing is... We're not making it, we're not getting our voices out there to say, right, people, you need to start spaying and neutering because this is what's filling up the gas chambers. You guys out there that are shouting about it are probably the ones that had the accidental um, puppies, the ones that you thought you'd make a few quid out of, the ones that you adopted and forgot to spay and neuter. Yet you're all the ones that have added to those going into those gas chambers. He's just doing his job because them dogs are there. If those dogs dogs weren't there, there'd be nothing to put in there. Absolutely. I, I applaud you for what you just said. It's something that I preach very often myself, so it's nice to hear somebody else who agrees, oh, agrees wholeheartedly look, with me. I like what you just said. Yeah. You can come and join me and rant on the ass any time you like. Free <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Any day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with you completely. I, I've seen way too much. I've, I've been active for many years in trying to do what I could do in, in helping the, the animals that we love. But certainly since Daniel's arrived as part of our life, I, I've done that much more. And one thing that has, you know, has had me a little disappointed is everything you just said, is that you know, I really wish that there's a community of believers, and I know this sounds somewhat Pollyanna, but you would agree, there's a community of believers. We believe that these animals that we love should be held at a higher level of respect and everything else and do all the things that are right. Why can't we look at what we agree with more than what we disagree with? Because that's what's unfortunately leading to a lot of them continuing to lose yep. their life. So I, I applaud you for what you just said. Yep. Do you know what? The other thing is, you know, Daniel was a very, very lucky one. Do you know what I mean? And, of course, I applaud you because you've you've looked after him, and I can tell by you that you're a very special man. You've done a lot of work. You're not just one that's walking the walk. You're doing everything else to go with it, and I applaud you for that. But I also applaud that guy that took Daniel out. He needs a good pat on the back, and they, they all do, everybody that has saved dogs in that way. But wouldn't it be an even bigger applaud if we could get the gas chamber stopped, if we could at least close one down a year or whatever it may be? You know, things don't, you know, everybody says, oh, we need to just ban the gas chambers. Do you know what I mean? Hold on. Let, let's just firstly, let's just work out that we all need to work as a team. It exactly. doesn't matter if a group has got 10 people in it or 10,000 or 10 million. I don't, I don't care how many numbers are in a group. It's what they're actually doing to achieve what they are planning to do. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And, yep. and I've got to say, I've got Chrissy Roberts, who's in the chat room, who's obviously, you must know, she's an absolute beautiful lady who's in the UK, and, and she's obviously got the um, her page as well to stop, you know, to ban the gas chambers and is doing so much for it. And we've both said, and we've talked on the phone quite often, and we keep saying, you know, we're trying to get there to people to unite and, and to make a difference. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, I look at Daniel's page and I look at people that say about Daniel and everybody connects. 
And then I think, yeah, th- that's one dog. Why, why are, is, is everybody not uniting? Not just the fact that we've saved Daniel, but why not unite to be able to save all the thousands more that are there that could all be Daniels? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. You know, it's yeah. just... I, I keep wanting to say it's not rocket science, is it? <laughs> no, no, it's really not. But, you know, we have to keep uh, try to keep a positive attitude. I think, you know, everything happens for a reason. And since I share that belief with you wholeheartedly, you know... Daniel hopefully can propel all of us to a higher level in that regard, and hey, we can see a little bit more happening uh, of you know cooperation, and and then it would lead to positive results. Exactly. So, Joe, you have exactly. four other dogs. You said you have four other dogs. Well, no, actually, oh. uh, I did have four when Daniel came. We okay. uh, we lost one last June. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so you got four now. Yeah. So now we have four. It's an interesting story in its own right. You know, Rommel had Cushing's disease, and he mm. um, he was ill for two years. And unfortunately, the disease overcame the medication, and it came mm. to the point where I had to make that very difficult decision. And yeah. I am very um, active in pet loss as well, um, part of a group called the Association for Pet Loss and Bereavement. So, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah it's a very good group if anyone is interested. Uh, APLB.org, AssociationPetLossBereavement.org is our website. Okay. But Rommel came to the you know to the point where again I had to make that difficult decision. It was right at the time when Daniel was uh, in the home stretch for the Hero Dog Competition. But you know Rommel was uh, my priority at the time, and uh, he was euthanized here in our home. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know the dogs came inside after he had passed, and Daniel curled up right next to him uh, in an incredible act of love and. Um, Several people had mentioned to me when I told them that story, they said, you know, that he experienced death and probably, you know, like most people think they forget these things, they don't. And he experienced it. I always felt that he was a very emotional dog and and that proved it to me. And the next day he came down with stress-induced colitis and I I have to believe it was connected to, uh, to his brother passing. Hmm. Um, So, yeah, it was a very touching, uh, poignant but touching story. Um, and, but he gets along great with the other dogs here in our home. And um, is he the boss? <laughs> is he the boss me? or no? Is he the boss, Daniel? You, you know he is the boss now. It's, it's interesting. <laughs> I have another. I have another beagle mix um, who actually was only a day from being euthanized in the state of Pennsylvania. Ironically, where Daniel was responsible for closing down the gas chamber there years later. But Spartacus, who I adopted uh, now six years ago, he was the boss of the house. But when Daniel came in, he uh, he wanted the job. And fortunately for him, Dan- uh, Spartacus let him have it. Spartacus just said, you know what? I've been doing this long enough. Take over, young man. Uh, just kind of kick back and relax a little. So, but he's a subtle oh, boss. Right. He's really not a, he's not a, a, in any way any more than a subtle boss. Well, when I come back to visit, my dream now will be to see see Patrick and Daniel play together. Hopefully oh, we can... please do oh. anytime. Anybody who would like to to meet Daniel, he's a he he makes a great impression. So by all means, you're more than welcome. So let me ask you, Joe, and I, and I say this about Patrick, and I know Sue, and I'm and I'm being you know you look at some of Patrick's pictures, especially you know the one when he's looking up. I I do believe Patrick knows he's special. Do you believe Daniel knows that too? I do. I do. And I've seen some of those same pictures that you're referring to about Patrick, and I agree with you. And I think that we don't give them nearly the credit that we should 
for the intelligence that they have, the memory that they have, mm-hmm. and, and the perception that they have. And, and Daniel has it as well. He definitely knows. He, he, he knows when he's going someplace. I put a scarf on him. He goes. He knows he's there to, to greet people. And wow. I just wow. had him at an event this past Sunday. And he, he does definitely does know that he's doing something important, and he loves doing it. But he just loves coming back home and curling up and going to sleep uh, as well. Uh, so he loves his family life. He's got a good mixture about him. i got to tell you, oh, Sue, I have, I have chills listening to this. This is just such a heartwarming story, Joe. I mean, I'm, I'm just so glad you're sharing it with us. It's just, uh, yeah. it's just quite amazing. Joe, you know, this, you- you are absolutely right, Joe, about knowing about that they know. Because I, um, I've got a Miracle, a Rottweiler, and I rescued her. And some days they, they, they just look at you in a different way as if to just remind you. It's almost like they're saying thank you to you. Do you know what I mean? There's yes. Sometimes they, they just, it's just weird. I look at her and I look what she was like, what she's like now and what she was like. She was 14 weeks old and didn't even weigh four kilos in weight, a Rottweiler. Wow. And she was skin and bone. She was like the size of, probably about the same size as two mobile phones. Two, no, it's two tins of beans, actually. We put alongside it when we took the photograph. And you can see the picture. I've got to find the picture somewhere. I know I've got it somewhere. And yeah. she literally is a bag of bones. And the vet said to me, uh, he said, two days later, I'd been and seen him. And he said, yeah, bring her back in a couple of days. And I took her back two days later. He said, what have you called her? And I said, miracle. He said, very touching, he said, and very poignant. And I said, why? And he said, Sue, I don't re- think you realize she was very close to death. All the main organs were shutting down. And mm. it, wow. I saved her, you know, and she looks at me and sometimes, and it's just the way she looks at you, you know, and the dogs know. Do you know what I mean? They, they know. Just, yeah, they know. They, know. they do. They definitely I, do. I think you know, I, we are. Yep. I was telling Howard earlier about Shelby, who also lives here with us, and Shelby is a pit bull mix who was from the Bloomfield Shelter, and I know you've had uh, speakers on about the Bloomfield mm-hmm. Shelter, which is uh, a town over from me. I live in Nutley, and it's a town over. And Shelby was um, not abandoned not far from where Patrick was found, mm-hmm. and she was emaciated as well, not as bad as Patrick, but she was emaciated. She was abused. She needed extensive surgery on both of her back legs, and now she's a therapy dog, but it was the bond that I created with Shelby as I was helping out at the shelter there and then bringing her to this house. Well, she literally follows me from room to room in this house. Oh. And the reason oh. she does that is because she'll never forget, and that's the loyalty that we know that those pit bulls have, right? Mm-hmm. And the loyalty yep. and the, the her just love and never will forget that I was the one that saved her. And she got some tremendous care from some great people that used to be associated from the Bloomfield Shelter, kept her uh, alive at least. And then fortunately I was able to have the surgery done. And But she'll never forget it. And by the way, I have to add in, she is Daniel's favorite in the house. Too, uh, so, yeah. Well, you know, oh, well, you know, um, you know Joe's, um, Sue has had Jim Crosby on the show many times, and he has said unequivocally that the pit bulls want to please their owners more than any other breed. That's right. That's right. That's why, unfortunately, they make a good fighting dog because it's not what you read in the media, and we all know that, but it is only because of their intelligence and their incredible loyalty that they Mm -hmm. will do what they're asked. But, you know, in spite of that, and I'm sure Jim has quoted and others have probably quoted the stat, and I've seen it many places, 75% of them, in spite of that, still will not fight. They know Mm -hmm. it's wrong. They yep. know it's wrong. Yeah. And I wish more people knew what was wrong and right versus these canines, you know. 
Yeah, so well, like, absolutely. Like, like Sue always says, it comes down to the owners. Yes, it, it does. Down, it comes down to the owners. Yep. You know, every everything starts at home, good or bad. Yeah, so true. Joe, can I just ask you the one thing I really want to know is, you know, when you first got him, got Daniel, did he have? If you know when he went into a room, what, did he have any anxieties after being in the chamber? Or, you know, because a lot of the time, me and Howard are always saying how forgiving dogs are. Do you know what I mean? They, they can go through such things. But even when the owner comes back, even if they've done stuff to them, they still wag the tail because they recognize you and they're still faithful to you. Did he have any repercussions after that of what he'd been through? Fortunately not, Sue. He he really did not. He he really is. Uh, he has adapted so well. Uh, he does. You know, we know that a lot of the dogs they have nightmares. He has probably more than his share of nightmares, which maybe is where he does uh, realize and remember what happened to him. Uh, it's probably just about every time he's sleeping, which is difficult to watch, obviously. But aside from that. Uh, there's nothing else that shows any kind of recollection or any kind of fear or anxiety. He's just an incredibly loving individual. I I have made the comment, and I, I'll say it again, that when it comes to canine personalities, he's got to be in the top 5%. He's such an affable, yeah. loving individual. So I, I there's really nothing other than than that yeah. that I could say to really point out what a great personality he has. Fortunately, and what is Oh, I'm sorry, Sue. I'm sorry, Sue. Go ahead. Sorry, Joe, I just want to say, but after I've only spoken to you, this is the first time I've spoken to you, but I can honestly say the reason that Daniel is like that as well is because he's been brought up by, like we just said, a fantastic owner. And when you've got a home like yours and so loving and so caring, especially when you've got other beautiful dogs with so much love coming from them as well, how better of a home to find for him. And what a credit to you and to, of course, Daniel as well. Thank you. I appreciate that. What is the name of his page? In case, in case. Uh, his page is Daniel the Beagle. If you look mm-hmm. up Daniel the Beagle, uh, he has a Facebook page. Um, he he also ha- he has two. He has a personal page and he has a fan page. So mm-hmm. if you look up Daniel the Beagle and then Daniel the Beagle Dwyer okay. or his Facebook page, he also has a website, DanielTheBeagle.com. And I would just also like to add that he's inspired me as well as my other dogs because I've always felt, and it kind of fits into some of the things that we've talked about here today, I felt that we could learn so much from them. We could nourish ourselves spiritually from them. So actually the reason I asked to be on now is I started my own martial arts school, which I always wanted to do, and now I did it because I feel it's such a nice connection to what Daniel and Shelby and my other dogs have inspired me. But in relation to that now, I'm starting a website soon called Noble Strength Spirituality, and it's going to be spiritual nourishment and wisdom from a dog's view. Wow. So please keep an eye out for it. It's going to be on the uh, Daniel's page. Will be mostly where I'll be advertising it. I'm going to, you know, offer some free lessons on there, and then look for a nominal fee for monthly subscriptions, where there'll be monthly topics of respect, compassion, celebrating differences conflict resolution, things that we could all grow in that we could learn from the canines that really can teach us lessons. And then the money that I'm going to hopefully gather, I'm going to use for some rescue efforts that I'm personally involved with. So I'm looking forward to launching it. It's probably only about a few weeks away right now, and I'm looking forward to getting it online. I hope you'll come back and keep us posted on that. Will do. Joe, can I give you an invite? 
on the Certainly. weeks that you start that up, please would you come on the show and we'll do a whole show about what you're doing, what you want to achieve, and we'll do a show to promote what you're doing. Oh, thank you so much. I would I would really love to do that. That's great. Yeah, and at least then you can put the show link on there and people can listen to what the, what the website's all about as well because you can people can listen to it in the archives as well. And and I'd love to have you back on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on here. It's I could sit here listening to you for another hour easily. <laughs> well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure being on with you and it was great because like you said, that's the best way we're going to get these important words out that Dogs like Daniel and Patrick and yeah. others can teach us so well. Listen, I have a running joke with Kat. Go ahead, Sue. I'm sorry. Go. Sorry. I was just going to say, Joe, the thing is I'm also spiritual as well. I do spiritual shows. And uh, do you know what? And I, I am fascinated by the fact you were saying about um, about dogs being uh, spiritual and stuff. And it's just I want to talk to you more now. So I'm looking forward to that show. So as soon as you're Great. ready to rock and roll with your website, you just let me know because I'm looking forward to that myself. Oh, I will do it. It'll only be in a few weeks, hopefully. So I'm looking forward to that. Excellent. I'll give I'll we'll, give we'll Sue your phone number. Out, that's okay, Joe. I'll give sure, Sue your phone number. Yeah, so anyway, do. I have a running joke with the captain. Now I'm going to have to add Daniel. When I when Patrick's officially adopted, we're going to have Bon Jovi and Bruce Springsteen open up for Patrick and Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, count me in. Mine's the concert. We just, we just got to get Sue over here. To, you know, so the boss will open up for the real bosses. <laughs> <laughs> count me in. That sounds like a fun time. Joe, I have to tell oh, you from gotcha. the bottom of my heart, I've been with Sue eight months. You are absolutely one of the one of the most heartwarming, fulfilling guests we've had, and that comes from my heart. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that, and it was a great speaking with you as well. And uh, let's continue to do all the great things that we're doing. Every every little thing helps. Every little action Definitely. really amounts to a lot. That's one of my big speaking points, and we know it's true, but. Every little thing can have positive ripple effects to save that many more and put them in loving homes. So I think as a, as a big group, we're continuing getting bigger and more passionate, and that's what we need to do. That's great. Excellent. Joe, thank you so much for coming on the show. And before Howard says it, do us a favor. Um, give, to, uh, give poor Daniel a uh, big, massive hug for us. All the rest of the dogs. And, yes. and I will say it before he does because he always beats me. So I've won yep, it today. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, t tell him Aunt Sue and Uncle Howard. Give him a big kiss from us for sure. You got it. And uh, I'll only do that with the promise that one day, hopefully, you can do it in person. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely, Definitely. Joe. All Definitely right. Sounds so. great. Joe, Take look care. after yourself, and okay. we'll speak to you very soon. Thank you. Thank you again. Take care now. Bye-bye. Cheers. Thank you. Bye-bye. Wow. Wow. What a gentleman. Oh, bless him. Wow. Wow. As my yeah. nan used to say, bless his cotton sobs. <laughs> yes, yes. I, 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 think, I, think, I think we'll be having him on more. Definitely. Definitely. I think that'll be a good show about the spiritually as well, because dogs are very switched on, very switched on. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. What a gentleman. Wow, that was great, Sue. <clears throat> exactly, exactly. Um, right, I've just got to say, um, oh, Andrea's gone, to bless her. She was just saying goodbye because she's just had to go, bless her. Um, right, now, what was I going to do? Shall we have a little show? A, a little show? Good grief, I had it gone. I'm buzzing. After, that was that ex. That first hour was fantastic. That was absolutely buzzing. So what we'll do is we'll have a quick little song, and yeah. then we'll come back in a couple of minutes. Is that okay? Sounds good to me. So we will come back in just a couple of minutes. And do you know what, Howard? I feel like a little bit of a knees up, don't you? 
Yes, absolutely. Yep. Okay, everybody, get stand up, get in the lines. Let's have a bit of fun. We'll be back okay. in a couple of minutes. But I'd been forgotten, I'd Joe. I'd been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? But I'd been forgotten, I'd Joe. I'd been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cutting I do. But I've been forgotten, 
So I sat and thought a lot. I fell asleep with the weight. Surely he will return. Will he not? I heard a pull up a car pull up by me. I sat up so damn quick. This lady shouted loudly, He's alive, come here, Nick. This tall man and fancy lady looked over me. I wagged my tail thinking, should I stay or should I run free? They called me to the car. I was trusting, I got straight in. Once I'd looked for my owner, <laughs> but no sign of him. They took me up, to, up the road to something they called a shelter. That's when I met Betty Crumley. I know now I should have met her. They put me with a senior. I trotted in there like a good little boy. By goodness, it was cold. There was not even a toy. I looked at the couple. They apologized to me, saying they wished they had room, but they already had three. I watched as they left. It's hard to say how I felt. My heart was smashed lonely cold, and I began to melt. I woke up in the night to feeling oh so very cold. The old senior was snoring, so I had to be oh so very bold. I've never been so sad and alone. I woke in the morning to the senior having a good old moan. Then the old lady opened the door and took us both out. We trotted along with her, no stroke, no chat, no nout. She took us in the room where a man stood and waited. Two more, she said. Juice is ready, he stated. They got the old senior and put a needle in his leg. He whimpered and cried, and he came and lay by me instead. His eyes went all glazed. It was so scared. It, I was so scared it was untrue. I looked at him as his lips went uh, all kind of blue. For then it was my turn, and senior was still breathing. I looked for my owner, wishing I was leaving. Little did I know that that's what I was about to do, but not from the shelter, but from this lifetime with you. They injected me hard. By God, it hurt. But then it really hit me. My heart went berserk. My legs went to jelly. Then I did fall right against Senior, who was still breathing and warm. I tried to move slightly, but it was like I was dumbstruck as I felt Senior's last heartbeat. They just didn't give a, and will say... I could feel myself fading as I wished the world goodbye. I heard that bitch Crumley say, get the next two from Kennel 5. I thank you all for supporting all of our lost souls. I understand you have found evidence and achieved some goals. But please, in my passing, and now that I am dead, share this poem and awareness. Please share now and spread. In memory of those we could not save in time, rest in peace, precious souls. Wow, that's pretty heavy duty. I'm telling you, Sue, you got to write a poetry book. <laughs> um, it's okay, I'm just reading. Um, I've just got some people asking me stuff in the chat. Yeah, I just, that story, I, I literally put that poem together because at the end of the day, it was so hard for me to do, you know, we've been doing the page about Betty Crumley and reading the stories and seeing the pictures, and it was just heartbreaking. And the trouble is, being spiritual, I ended up putting Not myself in, in the... the, the you are now in the host queue. Oh. Hello. 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 Hold on a minute. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. Hello. I, I, we, it seems to 
have all gone a little bit crazy on the acid show. I don't know what on earth happened then, by all means. Um, but we'll have to see what happens. Hopefully Howard will ring back in in just a minute. Um, but, you know, we di I did that poem simply because of the fact that it was so hard. You know, it was a difficult time, and uh, I wanted to bring that back together. Hopefully this is Howard. Yeah, I'm back on. I'm sorry. I, 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 I had my finger. Uh, <laughs> I got so upset with the poem. It was so emotional. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bless you. Let me give you a big hug. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, it, it was just absolute. Oh, it was just so hard. I, I mean, I, I literally ended up putting myself in, in, in for the dogs, and I was thinking, oh, goodness, Howard, you know, we're, we're saying about how spiritual they are, and we're saying about mm -hmm. how much they take in. What mm -hmm. must these dogs be thinking as they are dumped off at these shelters? Do you know what I mean? And some of them aren't even dumped at the shelters. They are actually chucked out on roads, chucked yeah. out of cars, and, and all sorts. But then you, you know, look how what, forgiving they are. What is our are? world actually coming to? Yeah. I know. The hum I mean, they're, they're much more forgiving than the humans are. That's for sure. Definitely. You know? Definitely. I, went up to my, I went up to Best Friends yesterday, and I, was, uh, I, I met a pit bull, Samson. He's up for adoption, and I think they just found him wandering. The most loving guy you could see it came up to me he was a little wasn't afraid he was kind of no kisses and she said you wait a little once he warms up to you that's he'll, he'll go for the belly rub so i'm there with um i i met my friend lily there she wasn't there yet so i'm over there i'm petting him and son of a gun i turn around i turn right back he's right on his right on his back ready for the belly rub and then we were best friends <laughs> oh but, you, know, who, really? you know who knows what happened you know who knows what happened to him but you know you know it's true what joe said you look at patrick you look at you look at Daniel, and there's been many others, and, they, and they're just very forgiving. They're very forgiving. Yeah. But but it was interesting yeah. to, for him to confirm that they do know they're special, because I've always thought that, you know, and um, yeah. I guess they do know that they're on a mission. Yeah, yeah. Um, Howard, I've just been sent um, a message. Um, thank you to Christine, who's told me, that apparently the good old ACC, and I'll put her, say her words, has screwed up and killed a dog that should not have been. Uh, oh, there's a no. couple of sto different stories. One was a, she was a stray, and one was an owner surrender. Um, and it's a link to Paul Brittany. Um, and we obviously they wanted me to look into it as well. And I want everybody to please share this link everywhere. We need to get this out there because. I don't know about everybody else, but I am absolutely sick to death of this ACC. And we are going to be doing a show. Let me just have a look at my little list of what day this will be. You know, when you've got that list and it's like four, you've done four lists, let me just find <laughs> it. Uh, yes, Monday, we're going to be doing a show about the ACC again. And we will be getting people that can talk about the ACC um, and, you know, what we need to be doing to get things changed because it's got to stop. You know, it's far too many being killed, not enough time given to the dogs to be able to get us to rehome them. And please, everybody, go to the Urgent Dogs page um, so that we can actually save even more because this has got to stop. It really has got to stop. Um, you know, if anybody's got any cross-posting pages, please do share the dogs because, you know, we need to get them out there as quick as possible. Um, and uh, it's just absolutely crazy, absolute crazy. No, it's okay. Just one thing. I just want to say to Penny in the chat room, no, the mayor hasn't got back to me, and I will be he emailing him again this week, and after that, I'll be going taking it a bit further. So, um, sorry, Howard. 
Yeah, it's okay. I did want to read something that was on. I found this uh, on Facebook today. It's called The Pet Adopt a Promise. I will love my pets as if they are my children. They will never be hungry. They will never be cold. They will never be mistreated. They will never find themselves without a home. I will love them forever and take care of them always. How true is that? Oh, bless. <clears throat> yep. I would go hungry before my Rosie would. That's for darn sure. Um, right, I just want to announce on the show um, that I cannot be watching this chat room all the time while I'm doing a show, okay? At the end of the day, everybody in the chat room, I appreciate every single person, and I appreciate every single person that brings information into that chat room. I cannot be watching the chat room 24-7. It is impossible. That goes for every single page that I've got on Facebook. And, you know, we are supposed to be adults, and people don't know everybody, and it's very difficult for me to try and keep an eye on the chat room and then try and work out what started what or whatever. So at the end of the day, I apologize if I miss something in the chat room and people aren't very happy with me. But, you know, I also don't need um, people inboxing me with swear words um, because at the end of the day, that doesn't help me either. So at the end of the day, if we're going to have patheticness in the chat room, I just won't have it because at the end of the day, I ain't got time for this. I don't give a monkey's who's who, right? All I care about is that, that you are an advocate, that you are for the animals and that you're making a difference. And That's these right. two, two people that are actually for that, it's a shame because they're both fantastic people. Absolutely yep. fantastic people. So I just want to say to both of you, I, I love both of you, and please just kiss and make up because it's ridiculous. It's not needed. If I offended somebody, I apologize, but at the end of the day, I cannot keep an eye on that chat room. I just cannot do it all the time whilst I'm doing a show. Absolutely. So we'll just put that out in the open right now. <sighs> Did you just have a smashing time then, love? Yeah, I just dropped the dish. You know, it's all good. I'm telling you, it's one of those days. <laughs> <laughs> we one all of had those a smashing days. day, though, haven't we? Do we have anyone on hold? Or, or all's quiet now after those two spectacular calls? Well, I'll tell you, I think everybody's just blown away by the first hour, to be honest. I think it was I know. fantastic. That was amazing. That was amazing. You know, I'm thinking, Sue, maybe I'll uh, either you and I will talk to Joe and maybe we can get that senator on. Who's, who's trying to get these gas chambers closed. Yes. Well, we've got this show on Thursday for the gas chambers, and I know mm-hmm. Chrissy will be very, very pleased about that, and I will be putting the links up on the Ask Sue show later. Uh, we've got the Psychic Show on Wednesday. Let me just mm-hmm. tell you what we've got. Where are we? Wednesday is the Psychic Show. Thursday is the gas chambers. Friday, we've got the badger call for the U.K. people, but we do need you Americans to sh- stand up for us U.K. people because we really do need your support too. Uh, Saturday, we've got the government show. Uh, the Monday, we've got the New York ACC, um, but we'll be having an early show for that as well. Uh, Tuesday, obviously, next Tuesday, we'll be having uh, myself and Howard, and following, obviously, next Wednesday, um, it was fine too. Uh, mm-hmm. So, it, good shows coming up. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And to those who tuned in late, we do have a new Go Green and Blue event, and it's to help the Asu show, which she has nothing to do with. Kathy, myself, and Linda put it together, so I do want to make that very clear. And um, any do- any kind of donation you can give will help keep the show going. And certainly today is one example of the awareness that has been created. When you have people like Joe coming on, um, you know, it's just quite amazing. 
quite amazing. Absolutely. And it's Absolutely. just as easy as a phone call. I called the gentleman up this morning. I asked him if he would come on, and he and he did. And uh, that's how easy it is, folks. So you know, the more you know, the more Sue gets. Maybe she could have longer shows, and because uh, sometimes we need them, and that's what it's all about, Sue. Just getting the word yeah. out, and that's and that's what you've been doing. Yep. And the other thing is, if anybody finds any um, websites that are free advertising on, you know, like um, I'm going to say different, you know, like over, we've got pre-loved and we've got all these other different things. But if there's anybody that's got um, knows of websites, please post a an advert just saying that Animal Advocates Wanted and put a link to our show and, you know, invite people to the show. Let them, let, let's get more people knowing about the show. There's still people out there that don't know about it. Absolutely, absolutely. A lot of people out there, a big viewing audience, or a big listening audience, I should say. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And it is growing all the time. It's just that I know that Blog Talk Radio isn't helping sometimes, um, but we are looking into maybe changing from Blog Talk Radio. But also, my also dreams are, and I've said this to you, Howard, before, is maybe about us all chipping in to maybe get a big billboard to show that animal advocates are really strong and we're getting out there even more. You know, let's get some pictures of dogs. Let's put, like, maybe um, I'm thinking a picture of a gas chamber and yeah. showing some of the states of the dogs. When I look back mm -hmm. to what we saw Buddy was like, do you remember mm -hmm. Buddy Howard when we, yep. uh, that Absolutely. was near Christmas? And, mm -hmm. um, you know, that was just horrific. It, mm -hmm. I, I can, I, you know, I was only saying just the other night, you know, about that night, and I'll never forget that. I just sat here and just sobbed my heart out that the thought that a human could actually leave that dog in that state, mm -hmm. it just yeah. absolutely broke my heart. Yeah, my heart. Oh, by the way, um, uh, yesterday, you know, the captain posted on his page that it is April is Animal Cruelty Month. So he did say uh, if anyone can make any donations to their local shelters uh, or the NJSPCA, and I will say this, not with the captain's endorsement, but the fact that Sue has helped so many animals, if you'd like to, in honor of Animal Cruelty Month, nothing to do with the captain, uh, I'm saying it, it would be a great donation because look at all the awarenesses that has been created. So, um, matter of fact, my donation to your show will be in honor of Animal Cruelty Month, Sue. Excellent. Thank you, Howard. Appreciate that. If anybody else would, um, has got a story you'd like to share, you can give us a call in. 347-327-9694. That's 347-327-9694. Um, give us a call in. Come and join us. Let us know what your thoughts are. Is there any shows that you would like us to be doing in the near future? Is there something that's really upset you about an animal or maybe a shelter or <clears throat> whatever it may be? By all means, give us a call in. Absolutely. Yeah, it's all gone very quiet now. Isn't it amazing? Well, we had such uh, an amazing hour. I think we blew everyone away. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Uh oh! You know, um, you know my sister. Yeah. <laughs> Double trouble. She's uh -oh. in the chat room. Uh oh. Up the daisy. Look out. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Is she calling in? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Maybe we might just be able to sneak her in if 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 we're unlucky. I mean, lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you mean that young, sexy lady who's the same age as me, but we won't reveal the age, of course. <laughs> and we'll say nothing about green and blue, will we, Howard? <laughs> no, never, never. No, no green and blue, no age, no Patrick. No, never, never. Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, Rosie said I was sleepwalking the other night talking about Patrick. That's how bad it's gotten. <laughs> <laughs> 
Can you imagine? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that really is bad. Oh, look out. Uh-oh. Oops. Best behavior, Howard. It's here. <laughs> <laughs> I want to tell you something. When somebody's talking so much smack about you, you and you're all the way across the room, you just, you know, you have no choice but to come over and hit redial. What's oh, up? Yeah, hit redial. <laughs> <laughs> How are you yeah. doing? You okay, love? <laughs> I'm wonderful. I, I want to tell you something. Um, I did have some guests here in my office when we were listening to the show, and. Um, I had um, there was a gentleman secretary here. I do I, I do have a real job, y'all. And uh, the secretary, when she was listening to Heather's story, she got really choked up. And the man looked at me before they walked out the door, and he said, "You people are true heroes." And he was referring to all of us, people in the chat room, Howard, Sue. He said, "I, I couldn't do what y'all do." He said, "How do you do? How do you deal with this every day?" And you know, I'm just very humble about this. I know I'm, I know I'm loud and rowdy, and I act crazy, but I'm just a big old. Soft oh, welcome to my club. Well, honey, what, baby? I hmm? said, welcome to my club. Yeah, <laughs> crazy, and, that's allowed. Absolutely, but you know, I, he told me he said I just want you to tell all these people that that are involved with you in this animal work that he said y'all are heroes. He said I'd never really thought about all this until. Uh, I, he, you know, he was speaking to me. He said, "Until I got to know you, Cat," and he said, uh, "I hear you talk about this all the time." But he said, "Now I hear the people that you talk about, and y'all are just really great people." Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just wanted to let y'all know that these stories really do touch people. And uh, these names I'm looking at in the chat room, and you guys, you know, we see each other every day on uh, on Facebook, and uh, we're not hardened to these stories. But you know, when you think about it, folks. You know, we all, I don't know how to say this, but we are animal warriors. We mm-hmm. don't know any other thing, you know, and and we are yeah. doing a good job. And um, my heart broke for Heather, and I just really hope that through everyone's efforts that we're able to one day make a difference and make a change. So, Kathy, did you happen definitely. to listen to Joe? Did you listen to Joe who yes. called in about Yes, huh? yes, yeah, I did. Daniel's father. Daniel's father? Yes, yes I did. I sure so did. I was absolutely mm-hmm. floored that 28 states in this country still use the gas chambers. That's more than half the states, Kathy. I know. I know. I, I did a lot of research yesterday. Chrissy, you know, I was on your page a lot yesterday, and I shared a lot from Chrissy's page. And I happened to call my home state, North Carolina, who still utilize gas chambers. And it is the most disgusting infuriating things that I, I mean it and we were talking about that sitting here when um when he was on uh you know i actually pulled up some photographs and showed my guests here and they had they had really planned they had come by they picked up two files that i had done for their tournament and um we sat here and they got to listen to the show and um they they were horrified to know the reality of what goes on in these shelters. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, both of them promised, well, I had one email address, but the other one gave me their email address and said, would you please send us links so that we can learn more about this? And, you know, I, and both of them said, I can't get involved in this the way you are, but I think people need to be educated. And they realized that that's what we do. That's what you do, Howard. That's what mm-hmm. you do. Uh, Chrissy, yep. Penny, 
pebbles, you know, a, a rat, everybody out there. It's all about the education and awareness. So, But, yeah, Howard, you're right. More than 50% of our country still uses gas chambers. And, and, and what I find interesting was, Kathy, I, you know, we and you do, I'm not being corny, you learn something new every day. I thought... Mm-hmm. I, and I learned something new. I thought the reason that so many states use it was it's because it's cheaper. And Joe said no. Oh. So what what could possibly be? First of all, I mean the states, you know, and I don't want to come off wrong, but you know, money's a big issue. So why would they see this? This just blows me away. I mean, thinking about this, it's it's more money and more inhumane. Well, I think in order to answer that question, and yeah. for. Uh, much greater than myself or, or either one of us three, actually. And I think Chrissy is much more of an expert on that than, than we are. She's devoted a great part of her life to trying to ban gas chambers, and I have all the respect in the world for her for what she does. Absolutely. And uh, I, Howard, I, I've, I've searched and searched for that answer to your question, and, and I, I can't come up with any plausible answer as to why, first off, why it is still used. Period, period. This why is it still in existence? Mm-hmm. And if, you know, um, uh, euthanasia is cheaper, it's done correctly in the vein with Fatal Plus, you know, I mean, that it's just more humane all the way around. But Sue and I were talking this morning, and, and I think I even made the comment humanity has lost the humane aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. even think the word humanity should even be used anymore because humans are the most evil, disgusting, malicious species on the planet. Mm-hmm. But but I, I just don't yeah. understand why it's more money and they're using it. It's you know, Kathy, I hate to use the word, but it's the P word, politics. Honey, and it's the M word, money. And you know what? Yeah. When you say politics or money, they both equate to the same thing. I mean, are there so, some kind of uh, are there kickbacks involved to build? You know, with the gas with companies who build the gas chambers. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. It's crazy. I, I, I'm serious, Howard. Any idea you throw out there, my ears are listening because I'm just as confused about the whole thing as you are, buddy. I really this, am. This, this is this is absolutely mind-boggling to me. This is one of the craziest things, one of the most cruel, craziest things I've ever heard. Just just unbelievable. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but it's surely by now, them things should be in a museum. Correct. Let's be realistic. They should have been finished in the 1800s, for goodness' sake, like everything else. Yeah, yeah. It, it should be right there with the guillotine and with Absolutely. the equipment used in the Holocaust and Auschwitz. I mean, it's just as evil. I mean, when we're talking about evil, evil ways to kill people or mm-hmm. evil ways to take a life, let's put it that way, evil ways yeah. to take a life, mm-hmm. it really should be in a museum. So you said it perfect. You said it perfect. And, you know, I just don't understand it. Chrissy, do you – she just wrote, people don't care enough about animals to bother to change. But and, – and complacency is a huge problem. We all know that. Mm-hmm. But as Sue and I have learned recently, and I'll say in the past uh, – in particularly the past month, and we all know what I'm referring to, uh, when you yeah. really start researching and digging and looking – uh, you find you begin to find things that make you go hmm, and look some more, and then hmm. you find more things that you never dreamed you would find, and it's almost like a dot to dot. Let's connect the dots. 
because then you start connecting things and people and places and businesses. And honestly, the scenario, the whole thing changes after a lot of research is done. And soon I have been left speechless in the past month. I mean, literally, we're sitting on the phone and we're looking at the same thing on the monitor, and it's silence because we can't believe what we're seeing. And um, I I think it's more than I think it's more than money. What I don't know though. I don't know, but we'll find out. Yeah, it's definitely um, definitely very interesting. That's for sure. Um, is, Is there anybody in the chat room who has never watched a video, an actual video of gassing? Um, if there is, I just want to ask you to suck up one time and watch a whole entire video because it will change you forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to know that little Daniel survived, to know that little boy, that little precious little beagle survived, he is truly a miracle, and I do believe that was no coincidence. I believe that was a sign to all of us to say, hey, hold on a minute. You know, this little man's here for a reason. That's right. And here's a message for all of us. It's time for change. And it was very interesting what Joe said. The guy who was supposed to put him put him back in didn't, and, 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 and you know, right. Joe does not have hatred towards him or anything. Right. Well, yeah. well, can you imagine how Joe felt? I mean, when he – can you imagine being the ACO that opened that box and there was – a dog alive mm-hmm. amidst all the body fluids, amidst all the feces and the blood, mm-hmm. and can I mean I, you know little little Daniel? And here again, this shows the resiliency of animals. If that had been a person, they'd be lying somewhere, uh, restrained to a bed uh, on medication <laughs> before they were zombies. Mm-hmm. Think about that. And yep. this little animal has come back. Loving and wagging that little tail, and you know animals are resilient, but that does not mean we should ever do anything to abuse them, to torture them, or cause them any kind of pain. Of course not, of course not. But but he's one lucky guy, Daniel. Sounds like he lives a good life. (laughs) Yeah, he's like a couple other dogs we know. Huh? Yeah. He's like a couple other dogs we know. Yeah, just a couple. Yeah, just a few. Just a few. (laughs) Yes. Definitely, definitely. Um, we'll have. To, I was thinking, Howard. We'll have to ask um, Billy's. Um, I'm going to say parents to call in as well. Yeah, I did actually. I, I did PM them about a couple of weeks ago, and they they did say when things settle down a little, they will try. I guess I guess right now with his illness, but they did tell me they will call back in now. So I will I will yeah. I will keep up on that for you since you and Kathy are so busy bees. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, to be honest, we, we we actually, and I know don't all die of a heart attack now, but, you know, me and Kathy actually had a little bit of time away from each other yesterday. I think we had withdrawal symptoms. but Oh, my I God. Yesterday, I, don't, I don't know about everybody else, but I spiritually, Lucy. and it's quite funny, I've spoken to loads of people yet, about yesterday. And mm-hmm. I just, just everybody just in the chat room, what sort of day did you have yesterday? Because I spoke to loads of different people yesterday, and they just felt, flat. Really? Do you mean? It just felt like it was a low day, a real low day. I just felt like I can't be bothered. I really mm. just couldn't be thing at all. You said the same as well, Kathy, didn't you, to be fair? Yeah. And there's quite yeah. a few people. 
just well, it was, it was just a weird sort of day somehow. I don't know. I just, See, I had a good day yesterday. I was yesterday. thinking, yeah. it was just really weird. What was your day like, Howard? Well, I was up at the shelter, so it's always satisfying when I, you know, when I go up there and bring my donations. So it was uh, actually yesterday was a good day. Actually, yesterday was a good day for me. But believe me, I've had those days. I know quite well. I'm glad to hear that. Well, this morning when I spoke to Sue, I told her, I said, you know, I've got like four go-to friends that when I need to vent or unload, uh, and I'm talking in addition to Sue, but, you know, over here in America. And yesterday it was unreal, and all four of these people who don't know each other, all, I was yesterday, I was every one of them's go-to person, and they came to me with some literally life-changing problems going on in their life, and at the end of the day, I did speak to Sue last night, and I said, Sue, I feel like I have nothing left in me, you know, I, it, I, and she said it was the whole day that, that people said it was a strange kind of off day, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. Today has been a good one. I mean, gosh, you see, you got your event page now. And by the way, I want to tell people, get ready because this is going to be a fun page too. Because Sue can't add men. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm That's just, right. I'm just sitting there liking it's heaven. <laughs> she can't remove anything. So if we post a funny picture of her with the mustache and purple hair, she can't take it off. That's right. <laughs> And I do want to I do want to say a special shout out to our good friend Linda. She's our other co-host, and she is also an, and she is also an amazing advocate, an amazing advocate. Linda, Linda samples rocks. She, she did does. such a good job with Herbie's page when Doc Bros, you know, Doctor Dr. Rick had Herbie. Linda is just such a warrior. She's an amazing woman and an honor to have as a friend, but an honor to work with too. She's Amazing. Like you, Howard. You're an you're an honor to work with. Uh, well thank you. I think um, I think you, Linda and I are all a little crazy, so that's good. That's a prerequisite <laughs> to listen, you gotta be nuts to admin an event for Sue without her being on it, so that's that's an honor. <laughs> I think they're gonna be barring me soon. <laughs> no, 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 no. And no. uh listen, we have strict orders. If you get out of control in there, block and delete. <laughs> So then it's easier for people, and then sure. they can just okay, great, sure. great. And if you don't, uh, and if you don't have a PayPal account, you can just put in that because that's what I did. You just put in the email address, and you put it right on your credit card, so you don't have to have a PayPal account. Just so people know. Exactly, exactly. Um, I did want to say one thing. Uh, Howard and I, we were talking this morning, and um, you know, Howard. This was Howard's idea initially, and, and of course, you know, we just, it blossomed when he and I got together and put our minds together, and I knew that Sue was out for the morning, and she wasn't near her computer. So, you know, we were running and jumping and laughing and giggling on the phone and talking and putting things up on the page and creating the page and posting things, and I kept looking because I had sent Sue a message earlier. And that was going to be my barometer for when she got home because I mm-hmm. knew when I saw that little check mark that she had seen it. 
Mm-hmm. So I knew she didn't know about the page, and I even posted under several of the, the posts that I made, you know, Sue doesn't even know about this page yet. So I want to tell everyone, because I was on the phone with her, and I sent her a message in her mail, her inbox, and I said, please go check out this page while we're on the phone. And when she, and when I said that and she went to the page, folks, never in history has there been minutes, and I mean not seconds, minutes of uninterrupted, could hear a pin drop silence. This woman was at a total loss for words. And she, Howard, I'm not joking. I asked, and I said, Correct me if I'm wrong. I said, Sue, are you breathing? Sue, are you breathing? <laughs> I did. She couldn't, you know, and she was very touched. And, you know, I think we all we all have expressed our feelings about how much we love and care for Sue. And we do. And you know something, face. Kathy? She's always there for everyone else, and now it's time for us it to be is. there for her. And that's she it. She sure is. She now, sure I have a is. challenge for you, too, okay? What's that? If oh, you good. can go, If you can go 24 hours... Without talking on the phone or oh, Facebook, I will increase my donation. I will uh, uh, increase my donation twenty-five dollars to the fund. Twenty-four hours with no communication. No, I gave you twenty-five dollars so I can talk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this woman. It's worth it for me to pay 25 bucks. It's like a get-out-of-jail card. Here's my 25 bucks. Now I'm free to talk. Okay? <laughs> what do you think? You play a Monopoly? <laughs> do, not pass, oh do, not, do not pass go. Do not collect your $25. <laughs> that's, that's it, babes. That's it. <laughs> you know what? All I can say to that answer is high five, sister. <laughs> okay, I got shut down. I tried. I tried. I know. It's, it's just oh impossible. Does that show how connected we are that we can honestly <laughs> say hand on heart? We can't not speak for 24 hours. That's impossible. We can't. We can't go, so honestly, sometimes three hours without hours. speaking. <laughs> but, but, we, but honestly, I mean, all kidding aside, it's because we are so devoted to what we're doing and we're constantly getting information yeah. from other people and projects and things brought to our attention. And our, our advocates that are in our circle of friends, the same thing drives us all. Mm-hmm. So when, when one of us gets a bit of news or a new situation or a new event or whatever, it's quickly shared. And, you know, Sue and I, we're on fire when we're on the phone. And um, I, honestly, I can't imagine my day without talking to Sue. And also, Mr. Howard, I can't mm-hmm. imagine my day without my morning message <laughs> in my inbox <laughs> and, yeah. and slash or my phone call from you in the morning. I wake up, I'm on the East Coast, I wake up with a phone call from Europe and from the United Kingdom and my phone call from California. Yeah. The world is not a good place, people. The world is really a very small place. And I did want to share something real quick. Um, I got an award last week at work, and two people happened to call my company. <laughs> I wonder who that would be. So the people, the managers have not stopped talking about it, but I have to tell you the best part and I, and, and I have been honored before. I have gotten this award before. And the best part was when the man, when I came up on stage and the manager said that Howard 
fights for the abused animals every day, and he's on the Ask Sue show. I can't tell you. People were clapping, and I can't tell you how that made me feel. So I wanted to share that. It was better that my manager saying that was better than getting the award itself because that just meant so much to me, and that shows you what kind of friends I have. And I, I just love you both so much. And, Howard, uh, Howard, that shows what kind of person you are, that people applaud you for your work and they know you. And these are people that you've known out there in your workplace and in your social scene for years. They know what kind of person you are, Howard. So do all the people in this chat room. And I must say, you know, I don't know who the guests are, and that's okay. If you don't want to sign in, that's fine. But I'm looking at all the other people out there, the people I know, and you know what? We're in good company. There are some awesome folks out there. In Absolutely. I don't have to go down the list of the names. Y'all know who you are. And, um, yeah. I, no, I, and, and, Howard, can we just say as well, when Kathy and I, um, while well, we were talking away, um, both of us said we wished that we were in the room to see, see you get your award so we could have gone, woo, Howard. <laughs> you know, but anyway. And, and we rang up and we spoke to Victoria and she told us that you ha- it wasn't just this year that you won that award. And let me just say to everybody, mm-hmm. he's not one that sits there and blows his own trumpet. This guy is so special. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to meet these two people. I can't wait. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and I can honestly say that Victoria told us, is it 15 years you won it in a row, Howard, or 16? Uh, uh, 16. 16. <laughs> <laughs> 16 yeah. years this guy has won the award and he was saying oh I'll just get an award he's got it for 16 years shall I tell you why this guy rings in the show on a Tuesday he's always there 5 minutes 10 minutes before the show waiting on the line he's never let me down once he gets in touch with me every single day and makes sure that I'm okay that Kathy's okay and let me mm-hmm. just say to you the other day I'm not going to say too much about this but the other day, I wanted to help somebody out, and do you know what? I couldn't do it because I was in the UK, and somebody needed some mm-hmm. help. And I just said to Howard, Howard, I'm struggling. I need to help this person out. Um, can you just help me? Because if you do it, I'll pay you through the PayPal. And straight away, Howard said to me, no, I'll help you. I'll help them. Mm-hmm. Never That's even thought about it. Never. it. This guy is amazing, you know, and mm-hmm. he's always the first to help everybody out with these Go Green, Go Blue events. And do you know what? And, and I don't give a shit who's listening to the show. I don't care if you've got the biggest ego that ever walked. The ego should have been left Absolutely. outside the show because it's not welcome here. All those that Absolutely. have slated, any one of us, I tell you what, I don't give a monkey's. Do you know what? I've, I've got special company, beautiful people that have got hearts, that haven't got egos, that don't just talk the talk. They do more than walk the walk. And for the rest of you that come on here and just want to talk about yourselves and, and you, 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 we're not bothered. We, we don't care what you've done or what you're going to apparently do. At the end of the day, these people are doers, and the people in the chat room are doers. And, and that's why I love doing the Asu show. Yeah. And, Howard, you are a special, special man, and Leslie is very, very lucky to have found you. Well, because thank you. Thank you. Are it's such a beautiful person, inside and out. And what uh, you did yeah. at Macy's, you are just a fantastic guy. Kathy, well, you are just something else. There's just no words to you. We're loving on Howard now. We're loving on Howard. Let's hey, no, we can rub on Kathy. No, no, no. Don't even go there. Now, just for everybody's <laughs> knowledge, right, 
Cassie is also there for everybody. Yesterday, she was talking to four different friends, helping everybody out, and helped so many people. And I honestly was blown away by the fact that they both done me this event. It was beautiful to have something for me. I'm usually the one that always organizes for everybody else. And I was touched to almost the point of nearly in tears, but I held it together. But it was reading the comments as well in that event that you guys have wrote. And I thank every single one of you because you all make this show with me. It's not just me and Mio. All of you make it with me. And Howard and Kathy, you are a very, very good part of this show that I absolutely love. And I thank both of you. We love you. And I did want to say um, a special shout out to a dear friend who's a big supporter of the show. That's my dear friend Pebbles. I talk to her every day. And she's always there for me, and she's a supporter of the show, and I love her to death. She's she's just wonderful people. Yeah. You know, yes, can definitely. I think about these folks in this Animal Network group? We're talking about egos, and, you know, so you said it first a little bit ago um, about this. There's no place for egos. And um, to hear someone talk about, you know, me, 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 well, I'm sorry, I don't see the letters well, there's an M in animals, but there's not an E in animals. And, or, you know, it's not about me, me, me. It's all about the animals. And one thing, when I look at this chat room and I see all these faces out there, all these names, I think to myself, and and y'all have seen this over and over again repeatedly, that people take on a task or a project, and as soon as it's completed, off to the next one. They don't sit and gloat. They don't sit and say, oh, I did, I did, I did this. They don't do that. They're like, where do we go next? Who needs us next? What do we do next? You know, these are are true warriors. They're true warriors. And, and I mean, I'm very humbled to be in this company. I truly am. Same here. Well said, Kathy. We've only got got 50 seconds left, but I've just got to very quickly say to that, you know how we say that everybody's me, me, me? Mm-hmm. The difference yeah. with us lot is we, we put T no we put T A with me. But you got that right, girl. Mm-hmm. Got that it, right. It's called team. Yep, that's it. T E A M. That's the way the order of M E comes in with us. Yep, so and winning team Howard, and winning Kathy, teams get the most done. Definitely, Howard, Kathy, thank you very much for a fantastic show. Okay, Cheers guys. for joining me tonight. Okay, thank you guys you soon. Love you out. both. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining the Ask Sue Show. Please join the Ask Sue Show group on Facebook. And, of course, come and join the events. Thank you very much, and good night. Bye-bye.